Hi, this is Diane Peters from jcharvestinvestments.com. How are you doing today? I'm talking to you from a rainy uh, Tuesday um, afternoon. I hope this bad weather in the Northeast doesn't mean we're going to see a true winter because this reminds me of a true fall. So anyway, today I want to talk about when life throws you lemons. You know, the saying is make it into lemonade or something like that. And uh, my husband just reminded me of one of the perfect examples of that is Tiger Woods. I mean, at one point, I want to say this guy, with, with all the money he was making, married, two children, was making about, um, I think he was worth $90 million or something like that. And one bad night or one discovery and uh, everything crashed down around him, all his... Um, um, the promotion companies backed away from him. Unfortunately, he lost his family. He had uh, back surgery. But the one thing I admire about a true trooper, that when the hard times come, they just keep going. And finally, after five years of not winning anything, he won his first tournament this weekend. I think that's what we all have to recognize. We live in a fallen world. Bad things are going to happen. You can prepare yourself for some of them, but some of them you can't. But the one thing that kept Tiger Woods going, and I have to say even sometimes myself going, is the fact that we know there's another side of this. But I do know from my own life personally that if I sit in it, I complain about it, I feel sorry for myself about it, I'm, I'm just going to always be miserable and I'm not going to try and work towards that other side. I told you before, motivation is something you cannot teach. Perseverance is something you cannot teach. People have to recognize that's in them. But I do know one thing, that we're all going to have a bunch of lemons in our lives. And once again, like I said before, some we control, we make mistakes. We're human, we make mistakes. My mother always said, you know, she used to give us three strikes three strikes and you're out and if you were doing something repetitively and even she would do that when we make the same mistake over and over again you know for me she'd have a conversation especially me because I was that temper thing going on there when I was growing up and she would take me aside and she'd say you know you, you have to start learning from what's happening to you or you know when something happens don't act on it immediately you know think about what your actions are and then learn from your downtime. We all have the downtime. I think it's at that point, especially when I've had my accidents and I've been bedridden, I've had to just sit there. At one point I was writing. I still have some of the writings that I did. And I look back and I said, what can I do differently? <laughs> I was after my first car accident. So still didn't learn a lot, I guess. But the bottom line is every hardship, there's going to be another side. And I know the more I delve on poor me, why this happened to me, I'm not going to clear my brain out enough to think about what my next steps might be. You know, the fortunate thing today, I don't know about you, but I am a Google lover. I love to research things, find out things, and then I always compare my studies to other various articles I get. I always try and figure out who's the source of the information. You know, it always cracks me up with... um, advertisement today. I've been alive long enough and was business long enough 
to remember when accuracy was very important, we made sure that we could prove whatever outcome we had whenever we were doing any type of research or documenting things because we always would have a source and then with that source, you could always back it up with other footnotes. But I find today a lot of people don't even care about that. And a lot of people don't even understand what it's about. I know I post a lot of uh, Christian uh, scriptures and, and different devotions that I read. And I'm always sourcing them so that people can go back and find it on their, on their own. But I know in today's society, because we have Google, because we have everything, we're not familiar with the actual ways of finding out about things. And, and so when I'm in a bad spot, what I, what I like to do is just do some research. You know, either it's reading my favorite books, I call it today, my magazine, and just trying to relate to whatever's going on with me. If it's a mood issue, you know, my all-time favorite and first thing I do is pray and talk to God about it, knowing that he knows everything so he can honestly calm my spirits, my first, my, uh, favorite scriptures, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overcome you except which is common to man. But God, who is faithful, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit here now, he'll either take you out of it or he'll bring you through it. But God is with you. And that's the, the, the scripture I stand on all the time, especially during my bad times. But again, we can't control it. So I find out if I just relax in it, don't try and figure it out because it's not something I can figure out. But always realize my goal is to reach that lemonade, you know, to turn the situation around and be available. But I know if I'm all tensed up, stressed out, angry, upset, I'm not going to hear. I'm not going to feel. I'm not going to think straight. So I have to just relax in the situation because the more I fight it, um, you know, I, I hear people say life's, you know, life's not fair. No, you're right. Life is not fair. It's not fair to the little 12 year old girl friend of ours who's battling cancer right now and going through uh, chemo treatments and she can't swallow. God bless you, Izzy. Always praying for you every day. So life is not fair and, and we can't control the outcome of everything that happens to us. But the one thing you can control is your reaction to it, your behavior from it. Again, like I said, Tiger Woods, athlete, look what five years it took him to come out of this. But he never stopped trying. You know, I thought when he had that back injury, he was done. I really did. I can't play golf. I mean, it's one of the sports I would have loved to have played at this point in my life. But that swinging back and forth, you know, but he's, he's out there. He's doing it. He fought through it. And I think that's the one thing we have to recognize. You have to just stand up. If you're a man, be a man. If you're a woman, you you want to be equal. You got to you got to go through it. You have to you have to persevere, and you can't look at who's at fault. Uh, faults don't really help you. Uh, they don't cause you know, to have a solution. Like I told you that that executive that time that told me when I came with a problem, he, he didn't want to hear it. He wanted to hear what's my solution. That's what keeps us busy. That's what keeps us occupied, in bad times. Like I said, learning your lesson. This is a life lesson. Learn something from it. The second thing you want to do is put some action plans together. You know, even if it doesn't work out the way you planned it to work out, have that ultimate goal. You know, I'm either not going to let this happen to me again. I'm going to plan better for disaster because we, we, you know, poor people in North Carolina feel so sorry for them. Every time I see those houses with water 
to the to the to the top level. I, I just can't even comprehend. And last year it was it was happening in Houston and and then in Florida. So we all are going to go through some type of turmoil in our lives. And like I said, you've got to go through it with a positive attitude. And I know that's a struggle to do because it seems like all negativity is around you. But I know one thing. I believe what the proverb says and what God says. You know, I'm not going to confess that with my mouth. You know, this is an, this is an opportunity for me to grow. I, I don't know about you, but, you know, walking wasn't always, didn't come natural, you know, to me or anyone else or anything else I wanted to learn to do. I had to learn and get educated on it. And for me too, I spend some quiet time, you know, because that relaxes me. And just repeating over and over again, hey, this is out of my control. I refuse to let my mood change because of it. I'm going to have a positive attitude. Now, I don't know about Tiger Woods and his quiet time. We only see what we see of these celebrities and athletes. We don't know their personal life or what people report. But the one thing I did see is that determination. And sometimes I was watching... I don't watch golf a lot. (laughs) Mind you, it's not my favorite thing to watch. But I'd watch him out there and he'd get defeated and he wouldn't even make a, you know, he wouldn't even make the, 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 you know, the top whatever. He he was just, one, I think one um, golf tournament, he was just in and out so quickly. And I think that was in the early stages after he'd had his surgery. And I just kept saying, why are you doing this to your body? But there's something that drives you inside. When you have that uh, determination, there's something that is pushing you forward to get to that other side. Because there is, you know, does it say in the Bible about, you know, where there's, where there's sadness, joy's not too far off. You're going to swing from side to side in the valleys. That's where the Lord is with us. These are all things that I just meditate on because it causes me to get the joy back. Because no matter what I'm going through, I have joy. You know, I'm thankful. I, like I said, I, I think of people who are in worse situations. You know, I think of homeless people who have nothing. And by today's standards, we as Americans have a lot and a lot to be thankful for. But we keep dwelling on the things we can't have. And I think that's really, I don't know, it, it, would, it brings me down if I think about what I can have. I think about what I do have. I'm grateful. Um, My experiences in life have humbled me. I told you the most humbling situation was my my car accidents because I had this determination that nothing and no one was going to stop me. And as I said before, my mother always said, Diane, only two things are going to stop you, you and God. Now, I don't think God caused the car accidents, but he knew, no, I I needed to be humbled in my life. And so my experiences in life have taught me that. It's given me a lot more empathy towards people who are struggling to, to, to try and make their life better. You know, I, I, I'm struggling with people who are sitting and just waiting for life to, to, to get better. It's never going to be better. Because if you sit where you are, you'll stay where you are. And you're not going to go any further. So in order to go, you have to get up. You have to have an action. And you have to have an action plan. And you have to recognize that even if you're in a bad situation, you have choices. And I just mentioned the, the, the top one. Action. Move. Get going. Do something. Do something. And sometimes people will be there to help you. But most of the times they're not. 
And that's once again where I rely upon God because he knows all things. He can do all things. He'll direct me to the right place because he's perfect. And he knows the perfect plan he has for my life. So I'm depending upon him to direct me, to guide me, to hold me. Uh, my son Jerome likes this poem that I, I had given him, I think, when he was in college about the, the, the path that you're taking, the, the foot, you know, you see the, the footsteps in the sand. I love that because you realize that during those times, as a man, gentleman found out, that during those times he asked the Lord, you weren't there for me. There's only one set of, of footprints. And the Lord's reaction was, and this is just a poem that somebody made up. It's not in the Bible. But it's, it, the comment was, it was during those times that you saw those lone footsteps. That was me carrying you. That's what I think about. He's carrying me through. It says, fear nothing but God. And that's where I put my onus in. That's where it gives me the ability to wake up in the morning, get up, Diane. Life could be worse. You're going to look back on this time and you're going to remember it was a learning time. It's a growing time. And no matter how old you get, as long as you're breathing and living, I love when parents say, my son or my daughter is still in college or my son and my daughter haven't found themselves. Well, how old are they? Listen, as long as they're breathing and they're trying to search for it, they're not using any other, you know, marijuana, drugs or whatever to try and take the, the reality away. As long as they're moving and taking the steps they need to take to move forward, that's okay. We all didn't have a perfect plan when we started out at 17, 18 years old. None of us did. So I try to re- help them remember that, hey, as long as they're alive, you know, my godson Trey, he just he's graduating. He's going for his master's. He and his sister are moving to Washington, D.C. I think that is a fantastic thing. I am so proud of both of them. She's a lawyer. This is the young people today, and this is one thing I always keep saying. I cannot understand what they went through, but I'll be doggone if I'm going to tell them to do what I did when I didn't have their circumstance. It doesn't make sense. I didn't have the internet. I didn't have all these crazies, you know, everybody getting rich off of YouTube. I didn't have any of that stuff. So how can I tell them what I did back then will help them now? It won't. But the one thing I keep telling them to do, keep pushing forward. Don't let anything get you down. Life is going to throw punches at you. What you have to do is avoid as many of them as you can and plan for the ones that you can. You know, whatever's in your control, plan for it. But be persistent. Now you take those lemons and you turn them into lemonade. Hey, listen, thank you so much for listening to me today. This is Diane Peters from jcharvestinvestments.com. And once again... We're on Instagram. We're also on uh, Facebook at Diane J.C. Harvest. Hey, you make it a great day. God bless.